Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur with your host, Steve Kidd, third-generation minister and 30-year business coach. Listen in as amazing, world-changing authors, speakers, and coaches share their struggles and victories and hear from best-selling authors' insight into how you, too, can live your life as a thriving entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur. Today, we're going to talk about your words. Thank you for being here. I want to use my words to express to you just how grateful I am for you. There is nobody on this planet like you, and you took time out of your day to spend some time with us today. And we want to, uh, you know, thank you for that, but we also want to acknowledge the commitment that it made. And I want to choose my words carefully today. Because words have power. I'm just looking at some quotes here on my other computer screen. And, uh, you know, there's so many of them that just pop out at me. Things like, words have energy and power with the ability to help, to heal, to hinder, to hurt, to harm, to humiliate, and to humble by Yehuda Berg. Kind words can be short and easy to speak, but their echoes are truly endless. That's a quote from Mother Teresa. Words are so powerful. They mean so much to us. And yet, so often we say them so quickly and so easily with no thought to what we're doing. And yet, when we give some time, some thought to the words that come out of our mouth. We can change the world with our words. All I need is a sheet of paper and something to write with. And then I can turn the world upside down. That's a quote from Friedrich Nietzsche. So many powerful things come just simply by our words. Be careful what you say. You can say something hurtful in 10 seconds, but 10 years later, the words are still there. That's a quote from Joel Osteen. You see, our words are strong. They're powerful, more powerful than any sword to be able to cut us deeply. The Bible, you know, I mean, I warned you at the first of the show, I'm third generation minister. The Bible says that God chose to put his word above his very name, meaning that the things that he's spoken, the things that are in the Bible, the immutable law of what he said, he has chosen to give them power. And words are so powerful that they just can really change everything in there. Don't diminish the power of words. Words move hearts. Hearts move limbs. Hamaza Yusuf. Words are seeds that blow. That they do more than just blow around. They land in our hearts and not on the ground. Be careful what you plant and careful what you say. You might have to eat what you planted one day. That's from an unknown, but that's powerful. There is so much that comes from the words that we speak. And yet often we just put our words out there into the universe with no thought of what's happening. And yet within you, our words, there's a story, there is a power that needs to be shared. There is somebody that needs your words. Think about that for a minute. Very specifically, the words that can come out of your mouth can impact and change a person's life. Now the question is, what do you want to use your words for? 
Good words are worth much and cost little, is a quote from George Herbert. It's so important that we understand how much power there is in the words that we speak. How much we have hidden within us. Now I bring this up because there is somebody right now that's waiting on your message. And that somebody, they needed what you had last week, last month, last year, maybe even five years ago. How long has that message been in you? That answer to someone's situation, that word of encouragement, that concept, that idea that somebody's never thought of before in their life until you speak it. You see, your words have power. Speak words that are kind, loving, positive, uplifting, encouraging, and life-giving. It's another quote from somebody that's not known. But that's powerful. Kind words are creative force, a power that concurs in the building up of all that is good, an energy that showers blessing upon the word. Lawrence G. Lovzik. Your words have so much power. Your words have the ability to change the planet. And they're just sitting there inside of you wanting to come out because no matter what anybody tells you words and ideas can change the world John Keating the best world shakers were the ones who understood the power of words they were the ones who could climb the highest Marcus Zuckus speech has the power words do not fade what starts out as a sound ends in a deed. Abraham Joshua Herschel. You see, often the thing that we have within inside of ourselves, we've diminished the power of it because we know it. We hear it rattling around in our brain. We've heard those words so many times. We've heard ourselves say them. We've heard ourselves think them that we've diminished how necessary, how needed, and how powerful those words are. So today, we're going to take this episode, and I'm going to share with you some powerful words, some words from some of our best-selling authors, some words from some of my favorite books. And I want this to encourage you. Yes, I would love to be part of helping you put your bestseller out there in the world. But I don't want you to look at this show as being something that I'm doing self-serving to just try to get you to buy into one of our programs because your words are too powerful and too important to be chained down to a program that I'm promoting. Your words are world-changing, life-changing. They will change others' lives, but they will likely change yours as well. And so I want you to understand and see the power behind your words so that you then share your words. Put them in a book. And while you're writing that book, make it a bestseller. Speak them out. Talk over your children. Give them the words of life. Sometimes it's hard, you know, during the different transitional phases of our child's life. They go through stages and sometimes the words that we've poured over them, we find ourselves wondering if they went in one ear and right out the other. But what I can promise you is, is that every word that's spoken, both the good words and the bad, they do stick in that gray matter in between the ears. And they can help shape and form that little life into the powerful powerhouse that they are. You can reach out to your neighbor. You know, if you've ever gotten one, you know exactly what I mean by this. A small note on your porch with a plate of cookies. 
or somebody welcoming you to the neighborhood or something as simple as a cashier saying, thank you, how are you today? How can I help you? Things like that. The pleasant and cheerful attitude and the kind and courteous words that come out of a service person's mouth can make people's day. You have those words within you. You have that power to change lives, to change the world with all that you say and all that you do. So today I'm going to share with you some words, some powerful words. And I hope that these words will encourage you not only to live your best life, but to share your words so that others can live their best life too. And that together we can all live as a thriving entrepreneur. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com, check us out, and find out how you can be a best-selling author today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur. Thank you today for joining in with us as we share words, words from best-selling authors, words from some of my favorite poems, my favorite books, favorite pieces of literature to inspire and encourage you because you too have words and those words need to be shared. I want to start off with one of the most powerful set of words that I've ever heard and I won't do it justice because I'm not as good at the spoken word as Maya Angelou but I want to start off with just a little bit from her poem Still I Rise you may write me down in history with your bitter twisted lies you may trod me in the very dust but still like dust I'll rise does my sassiness upset you why are you beset with gloom? Because I walk like I've got old oil wells pumping in my living room. Just like moons and like suns, with the certainty of tides, just like hope springing high, still I'll rise. Powerful words. Powerful words from a woman who has done so much to inspire so many of us. And it just came from the heart and soul. But imagine, um, you know, and if you want to comment, hashtag thriving entrepreneur, what your favorite Maya Angelou uh, poem or quote is, there are so many of them, feel free to. But imagine now, if that quote had never been put out there for you to hear, for you to read what would your life be like without the powerful words poured into you by people like this so ask yourself for a second what words are within you maybe there are some powerful words that were read to you or that you read even possibly as a child that have shaped, they've molded, they've impacted every last little bit of your life? What would your life be like 
without them. And now what can you do in somebody else's life? Don't diminish it. Don't look at your favorite book and be like, oh, but the way that that person put it together, it's so amazing, I can never do that. All we can do is share our words. All we can do is use our imagination and stop allowing the world to hold us down and keep our words inside because they're flights of fancy or they're things that people have told us aren't real. It reminds me of what may be my very favorite quote from any book I've ever read, and I've read a lot of them. For those of you that know me well, you know C.S. Lewis is by far my favorite author. But there is a quote from the book The Silver Chair. They're dealing, and for those of you that don't understand the book The Silver Chair, they've been taken captive, um, and they're living underground uh, by with a sorceress that is... Uh, convinced them that there is no overland, that that is the only word, the only world. And so they find themselves at the end of the pit of despair. What if there is nothing more than this dankness that we have around us? And then comes this great, great talk from the most unlikely the most fearful of all the characters, perhaps in all of the Chronicles of Narnia. And he says this. One word, ma'am, he said, coming back from the fire, limping because of the pain. One word. All you've been saying is quite right. I shouldn't wonder. I'm a chap who always liked to know the worst and then put the best face I can on it. So I won't deny any of what you said. But there's one more thing to be said. Even so, suppose we have only dreamed or made up all those things, trees and grass and sun and moon and stars and even Aslan himself. Suppose we have then all I can say is that in that case, the made-up things seem a good deal more important than the real ones. Suppose this black pit of a kingdom of yours is the only world. Well, it strikes me as pretty poor one. And that's a funny thing when you come to think of it. We're just babies making up a game, if you're right. But four babies playing a game can make a play world which licks your real world hollow. That's why I'm going to stand by the play world. I'm on Aslan's side, even if there isn't an Aslan to lead. I'm going to live as a Narnian as I can, even if there isn't a Narnia. So thanking you kindly for our supper. If these two gentlemen and the young lady are ready, we're leaving your court at once and setting out into the dark to spend our lives looking for overland. Not that our lives will be very long, I should think, but that's a small loss if the world's as dull a place as you say. In all of literature, I can't think of a more powerful set of words that stand for truth, that stand for that thing that you know that you know that you know, regardless of whether you can prove it. Sometimes all we have is words. But sometimes when we use those words everything else becomes unimportant. We head out into the dark, dank reality that people around us have told us is all there is. More willing to search for, hope for, and believe in 
something we've been told doesn't exist than to allow ourselves to be limited because of someone else's story. Your words are that to someone else. Just as Puddleglum takes these three children from a place where they're willing to live in the dark, dank, rotten nothingness for the rest of their life and give up on the sun and the stars and the grass, just as he leads them away with his words, your words are that to somebody else. They are that light in that dark place to allow somebody else to step up and be more than maybe even they knew they could be to live a better life. Not because you ran to their house, scooped them up and forced them into something, but simply because you used your words, you shared your words, you took that thing that's within you and you powerfully shared it with the world. It is interesting because as I was beginning to prepare this, as I've been doing some of the recording of this episode, I reached out to the members of the Best Sellers Guild and just simply asked them, what is your favorite quote from your bestseller? By the way, we'd love to have you as uh, with us at Best Sellers Guild. You can join our free group bestsellersguild.com takes you to our free Facebook group here's an interesting one that one of them said Nokia Franklin Whaler um, she says in her book and quotes herself to obtain anything you must activate your faith through your spoken word your words have power How's that for timing and amazingness? That as we're talking about how powerful your words are, that one of our books, one of our best-selling authors, says right in her book, your words have power. Don't diminish how important and how impactful your words are. You have a purpose. And part of your purpose is to share who you are, what you know, and what you've learned. So another one of our best-selling authors, Veronica Simon, her first book was called Soul Engagement. And in her book, she's talking about investing, not just financially, but investing in your life, engaging with your soul. And she says, I love this quote, you want to increase your return up your investment. Now that's so impactful right now what we're talking about because think about it for just a minute. If you want more out of life, what do you need to do? You need to invest in life. If you want a bigger return from your life, you want to increase that return up your investment, your investment in others. In Veronica's second book called Soul Runner, she says, you are worth living for life. That's powerful stuff. I love this one that Valerie Fox did. She said, yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift. That's why they call it the present. Valerie Fox from her best-selling book. A good friend of mine, Ernie Villanueva, you've heard me quote this many times over. Tomorrow is a promissory note. Yesterday is a canceled check. Today is the only legal tender you have to spend. And at the end of the day... The things that we spend all of our money on, those are temporal. You know, you buy the best TV in the world, it's only going to last for so long. You know, and then you've got to get another one. But when we use our words as that investment that Veronica was talking about, 
we begin to then see the return that's so much bigger than just dollars and cents in our bank account. We see the return in impacted and affected lives. We use our words. We use our words powerfully so that we can make a difference to those that we come in contact with in our lives. Imagine for just a minute the words that have been said to you. Some of you, because it's so easy for us to go to that negative place, immediately thought of some negative things people have said to you. Some things that have taken you out of the running. I think that is so sad because what if we were focused on those words that have impacted us powerfully? What if when I asked you what are some things that have been spoken to you what if an amazingly encouraging, dynamically powerful statement popped to your head? I remember one time, and yes, this is a church story, because, you know, besides the fact that I'm a third-generation minister, I've been to church a lot, okay? Let's just kind of take that for granted. But uh, I remember sitting in church one time, and the guy said to me, very specifically to me, he actually called me up front and, we were, and was talking to me. And he said, I see in your life that you are going to impact tens of thousands of people. Now that's an amazing thing to have somebody speak over you. Somebody who's never really met you, but just feels led that that's something that you're going to do. I remember that. And it came to mind as I was thinking of words that people have said to me. I think of the foreword that Dr. Donald Joy wrote in my book and how in that he says that he encourages people to read this book and to muse over the words that are said in it. I'm so grateful for him for taking the time out of his life to be able to say those incredible things about me and I think that people like him and so many others are one of the reasons why I can live as a thriving entrepreneur. And that's what I want for you, is to live as a thriving entrepreneur. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because... It serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com, check us out, and find out how you can be a best-selling author today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. We're talking today about your words, about the power and the impact of them, and about some of the messages that have been instilled in our lives from the words from the books that we read. I'm so privileged. Kathy and I, we love helping people put their words out there into the world and to be bestsellers. And um, there's a book that I've been through many, many times used as part of sales trainings I've done. Um, it's called The Greatest Salesman in the World, and uh, if you've never read it, it's by Og Mandino, that's O-G Mandino, um, and 
really, really powerful book. I'm just going to read you just a little bit of it. Um, this is uh, in this chapter is entitled "I Will Greet This Day with Love in My Heart." I will greet this day with love in my heart, for this is the greatest secret of success in all ventures. Muscles can split a shield and even destroy life, but only the unseen power of love can open the hearts of men until I master this art. I will remain no more than a peddler in the marketplace. I will make love my greatest weapon and none on whom I can defend against its force. My reasoning they may counter, my speech they may distrust, my apparel they may disapprove of, my face they may reject, and even my bargains may cause them suspicion. Yet my love will melt all hearts, likened to the sun whose rays soften the coldest clay. I will greet this day with love in my heart. And how will I do this? Henceforth I will look upon all things with love, and I will be born again. I will love the sun, for it warms my bones. Yet I will love the rain, for it cleanses my spirit. I will love the light, for it shows me the way. Yet I will love the darkness, for it shows me the stars. I will welcome happiness, for it enlarges my heart. Yet I will endure sadness, for it opens my soul. I will acknowledge rewards, for they are my due. Yet I will welcome obstacles, for they are my challenge. I will greet this day with love in my heart. And how I speak, I will laud my enemies, and they will become friends. I will encourage my friends, and they will become brothers. Always will I dig for reasons to applaud. Never will I scratch for excuses to gossip. When I am tempted to criticize, I will bite my tongue. When I am moved to praise, I will shout from the roofs. It is not so that birds, the wind, the sea, and all nature speaks with the music of praise. For their creator, can I not speak with the same music to its children? Henceforth I will remember this secret, and I will change my life. I will greet this day with love in my heart. That's so impactful, and it keeps going on. You know, there's a whole chapter of that. Um, this book is so empowerful because uh, it encourages you, actually. So there's ten what they call scrolls. Um, and, uh, you know, the concept in the book is, is that the guy finds this scroll, um, and um, the scrolls have the secret to being the greatest salesperson in the world. And what you literally are supposed to do is take each of the scrolls um, and read them, uh, you know, every day for 30 days each. Um, and you, in, so you increase one each day. So the first day you read scroll one, the second day you wrote scroll one and scroll two, third day scroll one, two, and three, and so on and so forth until you're doing all 10 of them. Um, and you then do that for a total of 30 days. Um, it makes a huge impact in your life as to how you look at people, especially when you began looking at it and you begin saying, I will greet this day with love in my heart. And how will I confront each whom I meet in only one way, in silence, and to myself, I will address him and say, I love you. Though spoken in silence, these words will shine in my eyes, unwrinkle my brow, bring a smile to my lips, an echo in my voice, and his heart will be open. And who is there who will say nay to my goods when his heart feels my love? I will greet this day with love in my heart. I encourage you. I hope that you can greet today with love in your heart and speak words of love to the people you come in contact with. Your words are so impactful and so powerful. I love this quote from Eileen Solomon's book. She says in her book, everyone doesn't have to understand your journey for it was designed just for you. 
people don't have to approve of the words you say. They just simply need to hear them. Your life, your journey, your words, they're meant for you. They're meant to be powerful and impactful and to change your part of the world. And by changing your part of the world, it makes all of our worlds a better place. In our words, we share pieces of who we are. We share how much we care about things and we share the personal parts of ourselves. And that is how we then begin to connect one to another. One of our great books, I Love You Mom by Faith Marshall, um, is talking about the journey that she took with her mom into dementia land and how crazy it was sometimes dealing with her mom's dementia. And I love this quote from the book. <laughs> She's talking about a time when her mom is just talking some pretty silly craziness and she's not totally following her, but maybe she, her mom's talking about her ex-husband or, or what have you. <laughs> and she says in a book, I love this quote, it's so funny, the whole dementia thing is a crock. I thought there is nothing wrong with her at all. She still has the ability to annoy the heck out of me. <laughs> it's a very fun book. Um, but it also is deeply personal, sharing those deep, wonderful moments that she had with her mom and being able to really allow all that she went through to go out to help you when your parent, when somebody you love goes through dementia and also honor her mom for the person that she was and for her life's journey. What a great way to use your words. Angelica Lafour says from her book, Good for Nothing, never ever allow anyone, including yourself, to lower you. You are not, never have been, and never will be good for nothing. We were talking just a couple of seconds ago about words and about how often the negative words that people say to us have such a big, powerful impact on our lives. And yet, we emphasize those rather than realizing that we need to not allow those people the power in their life. It's funny, you know, we hold on to some of the worst things. Um, and what you find when you know the whole story is, is that something that has dramatically impacted you that somebody else said, most of the time, that person doesn't even remember that they said it. They don't even remember that they did it. Um, I... I was referring earlier to Dr. Joy, who wrote the foreword in my book, and he tells a really funny story. Um, I went on a backpacking trip with him um, and a whole group of uh, teens, and he actually had a class where he taught uh, ministers how to uh, work with teens, and they have a backpacking experience that uh, is kind of the last part of it for the class. And then, you know, all of us went, um, and we're, uh, you know, we're backpacking and hiking and staying out and in the woods, um, you know, for, I don't even remember what it was. It was basically a week. And he's telling a story at the end of it about how I had left my dirty clothes because we had gotten just, you know, hit massively by a rainstorm and everybody just had soaking wet clothes. And I had evidently left a bag of my clothes uh, in the van and had forgotten to grab it. And he talks about how um, I came into the garage um, beaming with with happiness. You know, my I was almost eighth grade. It was the summer before eighth grade, um, and saying, you know, hey, I forgot my stuff, and my mom's really upset with me. And how his wife Robbie jumped right in and became my ally and helped me find my stuff. Um, until he told that story. I hadn't even remembered that. I have so many great memories. Dr. Joy is my godfather. Um, I stayed at their house 
uh, for a couple of weeks when my parents were on a trip when I was in third grade, and he's always been close to me. He's the first mentor I ever had, and so many of the things that he's written about and talked about are so impactful in my life. Um, and uh, and I've quoted many of them, um, and yet that particular story was fun that he had remembered them, and it had been the thing that had more than anything, including evidently the two weeks I had spent at his house, had really attached us soul to soul. Even though in his particular case, that's what stuck. I didn't even remember it. But it was so fun to remember it as he brought it up. And you see, that's the thing with our words. They had this impact on us, good and bad. And with the bad things, we emphasize them so much in our lives only to find out later that the person doesn't even remember that we said it. I remember one time, as a very young adult, um, I got very angry with my mother. Um, and, uh, and I called her a bitch. You know, for those of you that are offended by that language, I'm very sorry, but that is the word I used. I don't even remember that I said it. Um, it was very much in the heat of the moment. Um, and it was a pretty extreme situation at the time. Um, and then I had moved on, and I thought my mom and I were fine. And it was like a year later that my mom came back to me and she said, do you really think I'm a bitch? And I had to deal through that issue that it had been rolling through her mind for a year, that it had been something that I had carelessly and casually, callously said to her that it made such a huge impact on her and yet I hadn't even remembered it. The old phrase, the pen is mightier than the sword, really just boils down to the words, the power behind words. I love this other quote from Angelica's other book called From, uh, called Take a Cup. The question has never been about the half-empty or a half-full cup. It's always been about the cup. This small, big, strong, delicate, sparkling, stained, familiar, awesome cup of yours. So why don't you just appreciate it, cherish it, love it, and enjoy it? It's unique, and it's yours after all. And that really speaks to our words. So often we're so hypercritical of, yes, but did that message sound good? You know, I do interviews with a lot of people, and, and one of the biggest things, of course, people always ask me is, is was that okay? Did I do good? Um, and I can't really honestly think, I mean, I can think of some tef technical difficulties that have been problems with, uh, you know, with things, but I've never had a problem with an interview where there was like, oh my gosh, um, no, we can't use that. I mean, I've had some difficult interviews. I've had some people who, um, you know, speaking is not their thing. I've had some people who what they were talking about was something that um, I didn't agree with. Uh, you know, that's totally different from whether or not their words were worth it because I very much believe that the words that you have to say, every single one of us, that they're important, they're powerful, and they're necessary. And what I know is, is that only you can share those words with the world. And if you don't share them, who's going to? If you don't bang your own drum, if you don't blow your own horn, if you don't take and share your message with the world. Nobody else is. Nobody else can. You see, if there's 10 people in a room that all do exactly the same thing, and we had them all do the Write Your Best Seller in One Hour Workshop, every single one of them would have a different book. Even though they were all writing on the same topic, it would be a different book. Because each of us have, have, have had different situations and thinkings that we've been through. Things that have changed who we are. 
and have shaped who we are. And because of that, we are the person that can deliver the powerful message that we have to share with the world. Here's another great quote. When you become enlightened to the fact that you create the life you live, you will understand that you have the power to create freedom, joy, and abundance no matter where you are in life's journey. That's a quote from Naomi Sodeman's book. Another powerful way of being able to understand that at the end of the day, it's your words, it's your mindset, it's, it's who you are at the core of you that's what's important in life. All of us have ups and downs in our life's journey, but how we deal with that, how we handle that, the words that we put out into the world becomes the real true judge of how we're doing, of what we're doing, and where we're going in life. We want to live as thriving entrepreneurs, and in order to be able to do that, we really genuinely, sincerely need to have our words powerfully, on purpose, go out into the world and make the impact that we want for them to make. Words are so powerful. I mean, listen to this statement from her best-selling novel, Claudia Vidal said in her book, In this place, I am awake, where I was once insecure. Confidence now accompanies me. Where I was once afraid, I am now fearless. Where I was once average, I am now one step closer to extraordinary. How amazing is that? And what kind of a confession does that bring to you? How do you feel when you hear it? And then think about the transformation that obviously Claudia has gone through in her life to be at a place where that now is how she can perceive her life. You see, your words do have power. And the words that you put out into the world not only can show the transformation within you, but they can also show up strongly in somebody else's life. Help them make a change that maybe possibly they never thought they would ever be able to make. And now, as Claudia says in her book, Start Sooner, now where she once thought she was average, she knows now that she's one step closer to extraordinary. Don't you want to be one step closer to extraordinary? It starts with your words. As the saying goes, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And what that really means is the words that we put into ourselves are the words that are going to come back out of us. If we are constantly spending our time thinking negative, being negative, inputting negative into ourselves, then we're going to be pouring negative out into the world. And besides what that does to us, more importantly, think of the people that you're meant to serve, that your words will reach, just like many of these quotes that I've shared with you today have reached you. And think now, what if those words had never been spoken? Whether it be the words from Rise by Maya Angelou, or it be the words that I shared with you from the greatest salesman in the world, or the words that I shared with you from C.S. Lewis. What if those words had never been spoken? What if they had never been written down and they couldn't have impacted the world? The same is true with your words. Your words are powerful and important and they need to be said. One last quote for you. He that aims at nothing will be 100% accurate. If you don't shoot anything, you will most likely not hit anything. This is taken from L. Jose Gordon's book, Lazy People Strain Relationships. It's like the uh, statement that 
um, you know, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. Same thing that Gordon is sharing in his book is that you have to take the shot. You have to take aim. You will not be accurate when you do not shoot at anything. So in that, we have to come to the realization that we have these words and we're the ones, we're the only ones who can speak them. If you don't speak your words, no one else will. And your words are powerful. They're necessary. They are imperative for the world to be the best version that the world can be. So what are you doing today with your words? What is your favorite quote that is now going to become part of your bestseller? I read you several quotes from several bestsellers today, and I hope that they really encouraged you, that you have words, that you have phrases that you use all the time, and yes, maybe your kids roll their eyes when you say them. But for somebody whose lifeline that is, that is the difference in their life. That moves them to the place that they were always meant to be. It's with our words that we not only are thriving entrepreneurs, but we allow others in our life to live as a thriving entrepreneur. We're going to take our last commercial break, and then we'll be right back. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com, check us out, and find out how you can be a best-selling author today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Today we're talking about your words, about how impactful and how powerful they are. And now it's time to take action. And I leave you with one last quote from Les Brown. If you want a thing bad enough to go out and fight for it, to work day and night for it, to give up your time, your peace, and sleep for it, if all you dream and scheme is about it, and life seems useless and worthless without it, if you gladly sweat for it and fret for it, plan for it, lose all your terror of the opposition for it, if you simply go after that thing you want with all your capacity, strength and sagacity, faith, hope, competence, and stern pertinacity, if neither cold, poverty, famine, nor gout, sickness nor pain of body and brain can keep you away from the thing you want, if dogged and grim, you beseech and beset it. With the help of God, you will get it. That is such powerful words. And it really brings home what we've been talking about. Now's your time to go for it. Now's the time to move away from excuse and into the place where you put those words out. To quote Lisa Nichols, we have to remember... Our message, our words, they were never for us. They are meant fully and solely for the people that we're meant to help, the people that we're meant to serve. And so I encourage you, now is your time to use your words. And I can think of no better way to use your words 
than to write a book. And as long as you're going to write a book, why not make it a bestseller? Easy first step in that for you. Come join Kathy and I at Best Sellers Guild. You can just go bestsellersguild.com and that'll take you right straight to the Facebook group. You can go on Facebook and look up Best Sellers Guild. Either way, it's a free group and now is your time to share your words. We have programs within there that will help you just like it has the over 400 other people in the last two years become not just an author, but a best-selling author to share your words with the world, to make the impact that only you can make, to speak the things into existence that are within you that only you can share. Because if you don't, nobody else is going to step up and become you and do the things that only you were meant to do. I encourage you. I appeal to you. I beg you. Let now be your time to share your words. Words are powerful. We've talked so much today about the power of words and about how impactful and important other people's words have been in our life and now how impactful and important our words can be in the lives of others. We can think of the times when people have used their words cruelly, hurtfully, and harmed us. But we can also remember the times when the simplest, smallest of words have revolutionized our lives, our days, have set us on a completely different path because someone simply said something, wrote something down, and we re read it. It could be the writing on a wall that changes your life, the course of all of who you are. But without those words out there, then you wouldn't have the impact that those words had made on you in your life. And you now need to pay it forward to pass that impact on to those that your words are meant to serve. Because you are uniquely brilliant you were created for a purpose and the world needs you the world needs your words they need you to share what you've come through where you are right now so that people that are five steps ten steps twenty steps behind you can move forward and they too can live a thriving abundant life because they heard your words, the words that only you can share with the world, so that we all can live in a better place. We can thrive in the space that's meant for us. I want that for you. I hope you know that Kathy and I are here to help you live every day of your life as a thriving entrepreneur both in the good days and the bad, we were, we're here to help you thrive. Until next time, use your words, share them with the world, and have a great week. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to WeHelp.com 
youthrive.com. Check us out and find out how you can be a best-selling author today. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.